Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm Joss. And you're listening to Breaking the Curtain, the podcast where we interview our theater idols and chat all about the history behind your favorite musicals. So sit back, relax, and and enjoy enjoy the episode. episode. Hello, and welcome to, or welcome back, to Breaking the Curtain. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jocelyn. And we are well within the holiday season. So if you are planning a visit to the greatest city in the world, you absolutely need to go and check out How to Dance in Ohio, which stars our guest today, Liam Pierce, as Drew. How to Dance in Ohio is a fantastic and groundbreaking show in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But what's really exciting, especially during the holidays, is that right now you can actually go see How to Dance in Ohio for $50. They've started a ticket initiative where any unsold tickets the day of the performance within a certain window, you can go to the box office and get any ticket for $50, which, I mean, that is never been done before. And this show is so fantastic. I have not stopped talking to Jocelyn about it since the Macy's Day Parade. I was like, oh, we have to go. We have to go see this. We need to interview cast members. So I'm just thrilled that we have Liam with us today. Me too. very exciting. I feel like we've been sending video clips from press night of How to Dance in Ohio back and forth. So without any further rambling from us, why don't we get Liam in here? So welcome to Breaking the Curtain, Liam. It is so nice to meet you and have you join us to talk about how to dance in Ohio. We would love to have you start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what sparked your interest in pursuing theater. Gotcha. Um, My name is Liam Pierce. I use he, him pronouns. And I start, I I guess the main thing that started my um, interest in theater was my interest in like music as a child. I was raised in like a very musical household. My dad played guitar in, uh, or played guitar and like was in bands and stuff all in like um, high school and college. Um, And I like was kind of like raised on like classic rock music and stuff. And that's what I was listening to. Um, And I was like asking for guitars and stuff when I was like three and four years old. Um, and I used to do this after school program called School of Rock, which is like a, a program that te- uh, they're all over the country and all over the world now. Um, but they like give you um, like guitar lessons or bass lessons or like any like standard like rock instrument, guitar, bass, drums, et cetera, voice. Um, uh, in addition to um, performing like tributes every like three or four months to like a various like band or genre or decade of music like they had like different options for like a season um uh and so i was doing that from age of like nine to 16 um and i was in part of the like, the advanced program within our uh our charlotte school i'm from charlotte north carolina um within our charlotte school and um i did the like um nationwide uh uh, a program called the like the all-stars tour after my eighth and ninth grade year where I kind of like toured a portion of the U.S. with like kids from all over the country um but so that's where my love for like performing um like started even though I was like d- giving concerts and plays in my living room when I was like four and five years old as all <laughs> in the theater people were um but uh while I was at School of Rock there was an older student who went to a performing arts high school or middle slash high school um that I had always gone and seen like him and his shows there and I was like mom like I kind of want to audition for this school like I know I've never like done musical theater before but like I've loved it since I was a kid um like I would go see all the national tours and stuff that came through Charlotte um I've loved it since I was a kid and I think I like I think I want to do this 
she was like, I was thinking the same thing. And so I auditioned for that school and I got in and I started like doing musical theater, like while I was at school there, like I was in the junior shows and stuff. Um, and then I started taking it more seriously and doing a lot of community theater on like eighth and ninth grade. And then as high school progressed, like I just naturally was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I auditioned for schools and I went to school for it. And then I, I went to Pace University and then um, I did a bunch of stuff there. And then I did my first Ohio workshop my senior year while I was at school. And I've been doing that for two years now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's epic. Yeah. That's incredible. And it's great that you've kind of been part of the show since the workshop stage. That's yes. fantastic. Before getting involved, were you familiar with the documentary that the musical is based on? I, I was not. I think like looking back, um, when like we got uh like looking back as they've like uncovered a bunch of like stuff from the show uh and like history from the show like we all the other we opened on sunday and we all got these little books of like the journey to broadway and there was like this playbill or there was like this uh playbill article like screenshot in there it's like how prince working on two new musicals one to deal with like people on the autism spectrum and i was like wow that's cool and i remember like as i looked at that article i was like oh whoa i i totally remember seeing this in like 2019 and being like that's dope um but no i wasn't really familiar with it um i most of us uh, of the seven of us just saw a like listing on stuart whitley's instagram at the time um and just like kind of submitted for it i watched the documentary i think after i got my I, I I after I got my like appointment like appointment um for Drew we initially just sent in um like self tapes of us singing whatever we wanted I did uh, uh someone to fall back on by Jason Robert Brown nice and um and then once I got my like initial like Drew tape request uh, I watched the documentary but um no I, I other than that I wasn't really familiar with it but it's my life now. <laughs> <laughs> As you were mentioning, you play Drew in this exciting new musical. So can you tell us a little bit about your character and the journey he goes on during the show? Yeah. Um, Drew, um, <clears throat> at the top of the show, we see he's like a high school senior. We see him uh, within the first few numbers of the show. He gets into the University of Michigan, which we learn is like something that he's been working for his whole life. His dad is an alum there. And he realizes pretty quickly that he's not sure if he's ready to do that. And he's not sure if he's ready to like leave home and um, uh, go so far by himself. Um, and so he's battling that struggle throughout the show or throughout act one. And then also around the same time, he's introduced to Meredith, who is his love interest in the show. Um, and he is trying to figure out like it's the uh, in my ver in my iter telling of this story it's like the first crush he's ever like real crush he's ever had on somebody um and he's just trying to figure out those feelings and like inviting her or asking her to the dance and then when that doesn't work out asking her to dance at the formal um and it's just, so it's just a lot of like him battling stuff within himself and feeling ready and accomplished to go after he's worked so hard to like, achieve this goal while also something completely new in his life has kind of arrived. Um, and I think something that I love so much about Drew um, is the way that he develops feelings for Meredith throughout the course of the, the show. Um, you see his crush grow a lot and you see it like spark at the beginning. Um, and I think it's very similar to the way that I have 
um, developed feelings for people in the past. And um, yeah, and I, I, I got, I was lucky enough. I got to meet him at opening night um, the other day. They had all seven of our counterparts there, uh, which was so cool. And he was so unbelievably sweet. And um, it was like the first Broadway show he'd ever seen. And it was, it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. How was your opening night? I mean, this is your Broadway debut. It was one of the craziest, like best nights of my life. Um, We were absolutely nonstop for like 12 hours. Um, uh, From like, I got to the theater around two 30 and immediately had to like change into my like a red carpet look. And then we had to do a rehearsal on stage with the original documentary cast because they had never been like on a Broadway stage before. Um, And so we ran through all that with them. We met them in that moment. We immediately went out to the carpet, came back and I like scarfed food down and then like I had, it was half hour and I had to get ready for the show. Um, And um, so it was like a war. And then by the time I was like ready, usually I have like a good 20 minutes to just sit. And then like, I finished like my, the last thing I do is like filling up my water bottles and I the side of the stage and I filled one of them, put it there. And I was like, and Madison who plays Meredith was like standing off stage to the left. And I was like, did they call places? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> let's go. Um, and so that was crazy. And then immediately after that, I like showered really quickly at the theater and then um, went to the after party and that was like a be- like so much fun, but also like it was just kind of an extension of the like the nonstop ness of the whole day because uh, it was just like a lot of people, like a lot of like co-producers who wanted to like say hi, and which was so great, and I loved meeting everybody. But it was like a good like two hour. The first like I think I was at the party for about three hours, and the first two were me shaking hands and talking wow. to people. It was fun, but uh, I went to bed around like three o'clock on Sunday night and I was exhausted. Goodness. What a whirlwind. Wow. Yeah. I think that's so interesting for people who kind of don't know how an opening night on Broadway works. I'm sure they think, yeah, they do the red carpet. They do the show. I'm sure they didn't know all of the different pieces that go into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been loving seeing all the videos from that night, especially with the cast with the documentary folks and wow just yeah it was it was really 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 special um i i if some of them they had to like kind of like track down a bit because like the documentary was almost 10 years ago now um like is in touch with a lot of them but not all of them so like there were a few that like we're for sure gonna come like there were a few who came to like their Syracuse premiere uh, a little over a year ago and I was like oh for sure they'll be there opening night but the fact that they got all seven of them and their parents and Dr. Migo and um Ashley was actually was actually crazy and the fact that they like were all so keen to like jump onto this like very like like to get on stage with us and like do this curtain call with us which is like a very like overwhelming thing for mm-hmm like anybody like it's it's overwhelming for us when but we've done it for like 30 40 times now um uh but the fact that they were like came met the people who were playing them and then um got on a Broadway stage that night with us was was so cool and I'm so happy that they were all we were able to create a space for all of us to be so comfortable to do that um yeah because it is it is an overwhelming thing mm-hmm. absolutely it's incredible yeah. And I have to ask, because you're in such a wonderful position where you're playing someone who is a person in real life, as mm-hmm. much as it's like a, an adaptation, 
and then getting to meet that person as an actor, you know, what are some of the challenges with taking on a role that is based on someone who's very real? Yeah, I think, I, I think something that is like so cool about the team that we have and about uh, the, the uh, Alexandra Shiva who made the documentary and, um, and just like the willingness of the actual people in the group um in in ohio um is there like their willingness to let us be like this is a this is a story that happened but a lot of these characters are going to be like we say in the prologue we say this is based on events that actually happened but parts have been embellished for dramatic effects you have to mm -hmm. spice things in ohio um and i think the fact that they're so game to like let us kind of change some stuff around and i was honestly like i was i was a little nervous like having all of them come and see the show because like Yes, it's based on this like thing that they did, but so much of like the individual characters have been like shifted around a bit. And like there's been some plot lines like I that like are not just like not that are fictionalized. Um, and I think that it's it's also cool because there is so much of me in Drew and then there's so much of Madison and Meredith and so much of um, Imani and Mel and, and so on and so forth. Um that it was cool because it, it this this character on stage is kind of like a fictionalized version that takes like my my work with the show over the past two years combined with this and the story that was created and combined with this real person who um and then and just creating this character um and I think that's really cool and he really and and I talked to Drew and his mom after the show and they both really liked it. Um, so that's really like if if one thing was going to happen, I just wanted Drew to like the show. Like I really, <laughs> oh, like I, yeah. I wanted him to like it, and I wanted him to like what I did specifically, um, which he did, which was really really sweet. That's wonderful to hear. So this new musical is so exciting for so many reasons, especially when it comes to authenticity, accessibility, and diversity. And as we've mentioned, the show features a cast of autistic actors playing autistic characters, which is also including the understudies. This is amazing representation. There's also sensory bags for rent at the show. What has it been like working on a show that is so committed to representing and supporting the autistic community? Um, I think the it's it's been such a dream to like have this space that like that has prioritized our comfort um so much like as an autistic person there's definitely been times like in rehearsal spaces where like I haven't felt or I have felt like dismissed in some places but for the most part I just felt like if I were to create this space it would look differently and it would it would help my needs and and my and just and it just be more accessible to me and um we were given that opportunity. We were given the opportunity to like at every start of every rehearsal process we've done for this, there's an access survey that says like, what is, what will help you in a room and what will um, hinder you in a room. Um, and um, I think that is so important. And in terms of like just us on stage and us feeling comfortable. And I think in terms of like this show for the autism community, like we've seen every night at the stage door um when we go out and we just like are like talking to people who came and saw the show there's been so many young autistic people who come to the show like literally like five-year-old girls have come up to me being like hey i'm autistic too and i'm like whoa that is so cool that you're like able like that you oh you want to share that with me because i knew i was autistic when i was like five or six and 
I didn't really share it with anybody till I was like 18 or 19. Like it was just something that like, like I'm sure some people like who are familiar with autism, like could have picked up on some traits and stuff, but it wasn't like something I was like open about talking, uh, open to talking about until like I was like much older. And the fact that there were, um, there are so many like young people who've come up to us be like so proud and excited to share that like what you just did on stage is how like I feel every day. And it's been like truly just like the most magical thing in the world. And that is something that I'm so excited about. Like we only have like one opening night. We only have like one first preview. But like that's something that is so it's that it is just as exciting as either one of those nights that we get to experience truly every day because every every single show we've had autistic people at the stage door so excited to share their experience at the show with us. Oh, that's fabulous! Yes, and absolutely incredible. This show has already grown such a strong fan base. I feel yeah. like. Every time I'm scrolling online, I'm seeing something about how to dance in Ohio. Now, what has audience response been like so far? It's been really, really great. Um, yeah, it's it's like I, like I was saying, it's just been a lot of people being like, that was so affirming and that was so cool to see myself represented on stage, whether that be like autistic people or just like neurotypical, um, neurodivergent people in general. Um, and there's been a lot of... Um, I feel like most more people than you would think have somebody in their life who's autistic um, or who is neurodivergent in some way. Like there's been so many, like that's one thing. There's been so many parents who have come and seen the show, like with their kids who they're the ones who are like weeping, crying, being like, Oh my gosh, thank you for what you're doing. It's been a lot of, a lot of audience responses, like been genuinely like thanking us for the show. And it's, it's, it's such a crazy, crazy experience. Um, because like yeah we are in it but like we didn't make this like there's other people to be thinking but like to be like on the receiving end um because we're the face of this show to like be on the receiving end of these this this amount of like gratitude for the fact that this exists now um is so exciting and and there's been a lot of people talking being like i hope that this is like the first of many of its kind and i hope there's so many more autistic stories told both on stage and on screen and um yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely groundbreaking what is going on over er, at How to Dance in Ohio. And it's fantastic to see yeah. how positively it is being accepted and the words being spread. And now you guys even have a ticket initiative to make tickets more accessible to people, which is oh, yeah. absolutely incredible. That's that's one of the things um, we have to like um, to uh, we have three uh, the producing team P3 um, is a. Uh, Ben uh, Holtzman and Sammy Lopez and Fiona Rudin and, and Ben and Sammy have been like um, like they were like freshman year college roommates and they've been like best friends and their whole like mission has been like about like making theater more accessible and making like being like transparent with like what producing a Broadway show is and they brought on Fiona as well and she's like right there with them um, and yeah, they're this is the first time the three of them have produced a Broadway show together and they are working on a lot more right now. But they yeah, they are all about accessibility and like um transparency in like what creating a musical is, um, which is so cool. And I think it's like especially for a show like this, um, that is already doing so much that is so groundbreaking and that is so like focused on accessibility, like uh not anybody is gonna be able to see or uh, like experience that 
unless like getting in the door to the Belasco is accessible as well. So um, yeah, right now there's, we've had many, many promo, promos, but right now they're trying to get like 50,000 people to see the show by the end of the year. So we have like, I don't remember what the actual name of the initiative is, but like it's a, they're selling like any ticket that is not, or there's like a window of time on the day of a show where it's like, I think it's like 10 or like when the box office opens till one, like uh, there's like any ticket that is not sold by that point for that night is $50, like no matter where it is in the theater, which is really great because there's, there's tickets on Broadway that start at like $200. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I know beyond. that because I went to school in New York city and I was a student rush King. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I I'm really, I'm hoping that 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 is a thing that helps a lot of um families and people to be able to come and see the show because it's uh yeah it's uh, something that hasn't really been done before yeah definitely so we've selected a question to ask you from our listeners on instagram this one is from theater nerd 98 who wants to know what is up theater nerd oh i the love best. That. we oh. love hannah <laughs> hannah's the best we love Hannah. We've been friends for gosh, like 12 years. Oh my gosh. No way. <laughs> so Hannah wants to know, how did you make your character your own, even though uh, he is based on a real person, which we kind of touched on, but if you want to go a bit yeah. further. <laughs> I think just like, I think, um, and this is kind of similar for all seven of us is um, we have been working on this for so long. And because we are seven autistic actors in this space, um, while there is a ton, like more neurodivergent people on the other side of the table than neurotypical people, um, like uh, Rebecca and Jacob, the composer, uh, Jacob is a composer, Rebecca is the book writer and lyricist, are both uh, not autistic. Um, but they have many, 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 many consultants, including the seven of us, to make sure that this story is authentic, um, as can be. But I think just like in conversations with them about like, especially like in... Syracuse and the workshop leading up to Syracuse and then our workshop um uh, back in February of 2020 this year 2023 um and um I think it's just like a lot of conversations about like once we like really got these kind of like what is like on the page in our bones and like once stuff started changing we we're like hey like I feel like like this like would like th th this is not like exactly or this um what like Drew would say here or like this is something that like is an idea that I was having like even up until like when we were in our preview rehearsals like there was stuff that was like there was a ton of stuff that was changing and they were so open to have us being like uh like hey like I know Drew and I know like this version of Drew that I've like created and this feels like either really good or like let's try this here um and so I think it was just like a lot of trust between the creative team and the cast especially because we had like been with these characters for two years and they were based and I think just like so much of us like inherently went into them as we were like just like shifting stuff around and changing mm -hmm. stuff around so I think um you work with any role for like that long your part parts of you are especially if it's like something that is like so close to you like um uh, parts of you are gonna like fall into it um so yeah I don't know I, I, I there was never like a specific time where I was like I need to put more Liam into this guy but it definitely just kind of like happened over the course of like over two years. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I always love to hear about 
you know, collaboration in, in the room when you're working and how, you know, actors and the creative team can work together to really like create something that's totally beautiful. So I'm really glad to hear that uh, from you. Yeah. We have reached our last question of the day. So why should people come and see How to Dance in Ohio? I think something that I was talking about a lot on opening night and that we've heard so much um, over the past couple of weeks is that what's so exciting about this show is it's inviting you into a world and into a community that you probably have never really experienced before. Um, as it, as a neurotypical person, this is me speaking to neurotypical audiences, um, because there's so many, there's so much uh, that neurodivergent people do to like mask or to like bend what they feel comfortable with to fit a neurotypical space. And I think what How to Dance in Ohio does so well is that it brings people into this world and it lets people know like our thoughts and our feelings and our ways that we deal with struggle and triumph um that <clears throat> uh the tip like a, a neurotypical person may not know before um and i think that's my answer for neurotypical audiences and my answer for neurodivergent audiences is it's a celebration of us and it's a celebration of uh, being different and being an individual and showing love in the way that you want. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it truly, How to Dance Ohio is a celebration and it's activism and it's, it's beautiful. And I, I really do. I love it a lot. And um, yeah. Wonderfully said. <laughs> yeah. That is so yeah. wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I know that we are very excited to get to the show when we yes. can and i'm hoping that everybody listening if they're close enough will go and uh, experience it for themselves because it sounds absolutely fantastic thank you guys i appreciate it of course have yeah. a great rest of your day all right yeah i'm gonna go do a two-show day yes <laughs> have fun enjoy yep. thank you guys. Bye. <laughs>